Uh, Rachel Berger is with us. We have an opportunity to check out at a very, very important time of the year, a very active time of the year for Nefesh Benefesh. Uh, one of the most important aspects of what Nefesh Benefesh does, and that's, of course, employment and recruitment. Rachel Berger is the vice president of employment and recruitment for Nefesh Benefesh, of course, based in Israel. Uh, Rachel, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. I'm so happy to be here. Appreciate that very much. I, I, I don't remember the exactly the last time we spoke. I have a feeling it was during COVID, and I mean the height of it, when people were um, uh, making, when many people in North America were making decisions to move to Israel. And I don't remember how active or inactive the job market was then. How inactive or active is the job market in Israel right now? So right now, there has never been a better time to be an English speaker and wanting to get into the job market in Israel. Um, I have to tell you something, which I think your listeners will really, uh, you know, have their jaw drop. The uh, situation is such that there are signs now in Tel Aviv on the ILO saying, come work with me. If you're an English speaker, we need you to work with us, the big companies, the companies in tech are recruiting not only through Nefesh Benefesh and not only through social media and not only through LinkedIn, but they started putting signs up on the highway because the need for professional people to work in these industries is so great. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What what an indication is right. <laughs> and I don't know how long this is going to last, uh, but I want to encourage people who are, in fact, English speakers, especially in the key industries, uh, to pay careful attention as this is a very good time this summer of 2021 to get those Nefesh Benefesh applications in. What are the industries? What are the, the, the ones who are putting up those signs? They are likely affiliated with what type of work? So uh, there have been a lot of uh, companies, we call them unicorns, that have gone public in the recent year. Uh, companies like Monday.com, SimilarWeb, and they have gotten valuations in the billions of dollars. And so people with a global background, whether it is people in sales, people in, who are programmers and have tech skills, people in marketing, people who want to be in-house counsel and want to work in legal, pretty much the whole professional gamut, uh, there is a huge need for um, English language professional uh, people to come and work in these industries. And I'll tell you something. I, um, I helped a guy out about four years ago. Yeah. He came to me. He was looking for a job. And uh, and I said to him, listen, you have the skill set. He, he had studied law and history, but he didn't want to be a lawyer. I said, you have the skill set uh, to do research for this company. Anyway, long story short, he was the fourth hire as research. Today he's the director of compliance <laughs> there. They have 70 people in Israel and another 20 people in the Ukraine, oh my God. meaning fourth person in there. The startup situation is, at, is out of control. And, you know, there are people actually who are making Aliyah today to just be part of the economy. Right. Because the economy is so hot that people say, look, you know, I have the ability to move to Israel. I have the ability to make Aliyah. I want to be part of something that is really um, innovative and different. And I can also contribute by being here and being a part of these companies. So uh, it's an amazing time to look for a job right now. Rachel Berger with us. 
Um, from Nefesh Benevish. So with that in mind, I don't mean to put a downer on this, but just to get a perspective, is there any industry where you would tell people or you would hesitate to tell people run to Israel? Like, are there are there still, you know, people of a certain employment background where it would be a major challenge still right now? So are there still certain um, uh, professions that are in process of being licensed and they're not 100% uh, um, you know, uh, equal, like if you're working in America, uh, in those industries, coming over to Israel can be a little challenging in those industries. But having said that, if a person is open, you know, a lot of times people say, my career defines me. This is what I do. Right. But I'm flipping this and saying, let's look at this from a different perspective. Let's look at this and say, hey, there is opportunity in these industries Maybe I will work in these industries because that is where the market is at, and I can make an awesome living. Right. I want to share with the listeners something that Nefesh Benefesh started doing because it's just it's an amazing thing. We started something called Sales. Uh, well, we partnered actually with a company called Sales Class. Right. Sales Class is training people who were loan soldiers, people who had trouble in terms of. Uh, getting themselves a good uh, career in Israel. We're training them to be SDRs, and they're starting out with good salaries in Israel and high-tech companies. We do this program with six weeks of training, and then they find a job within a month. We're on our third cohort, and the idea is do the training, get skilled up in order to be part of the scale-up nation. We always talk about being part of the startup nation. Right. And um, now we're talking about being part of the scale-up nation because these companies that have gotten these investments and these valuations need to sell their product, and they need people with English language mother tongue level to um, to get these positions and be a part, again, like I said, in sales and marketing and accounting and legal and programming. And, um... And so what we've done is by partnering with sales class, we're starting to produce the talent in order to get people decent jobs in Israel. I have to go back to a point you made uh, a, a moment ago, and that is, look, th- this is why you're vice president of employment and recruitment, because you're not just looking to, to fill positions, you're also looking to take worthy candidates, and if they need adjustment, if they need to pivot, as we say in 2021, and take their skills and go into a little bit of a different area, you're there to guide them. But I think it's an important point to make in general for those who are considering Aliyah and are worried about employment. They have skills. If they have skills, management skills, they're able to, you know, to do certain things well, but they haven't really uh, either applied those skills to their current job or they feel that if they get into a different industry, their skills will be more pronounced. This is something that they have to make you aware of because if they have skills, if they have abilities that are in different areas or, or abilities they've demonstrated in another industry which could translate into a secondary industry, this is something that, again, you're encouraging them to pursue. So aside from your task of helping people get jobs, I think the task of those on this side of the world who are considering Aliyah is to think broadly about what ultimately they could do in many different situations. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You have to be really open and look at where, look, we're in the middle of a a revolution. Think about COVID and what it did and how people are now working remotely or they're working in a hybrid situation. 
That's a revolution. We're in the middle of a tech revolution. It's like the industrial revolution. Open your eyes, see it. It's all around you. The way we operate is not the way our, our parents or grandparents operated, meaning, you know, from everything to the Salesforce to the cell phone to just how we, how we work is different. And Israel is at the forefront of creating these tech solutions. And it's interesting. I did um, an article for somebody, and I said to him, if in the 1950s you came to Israel to pick oranges and to drain swamps, today Zionism is to be part of a tech company. Yeah. I mean, I know it sounds crazy. And not everybody's <laughs> going to be. Obviously, a physical therapist is going to be a physical therapist. Right. But I'll tell you something. I did a placement on a physical therapist in a tech company to do teledoc kind of things, so remote physical therapy, which is, sounds like such a weird idea. But, um, but even a physical therapist got a job at a tech company. I'm pretty amazing, I'll tell you. And I'm also always thinking about teachers, teachers who, you know, may be limited in, in where they can get to in terms of a principal jobs and administrative jobs in this country. I mean, obviously, there's only, you know, a certain number. And I would think in the English language community, the one you were citing earlier, that there might be opportunities in education, administration, et cetera, where they are looking specifically for people who are English speakers or might ultimately become bilingual. A hundred percent. And I'll tell you two things. One is that there's a huge movement in ed tech today, so that there's a guy who, who made Aliyah with us about 10 years ago. He opened up an ed tech solutions company, um, and basically he's offering courses online. He has multiple clients all over the planet, and he hires teachers. But COVID was amazing for him, and this OLED company, you know, just had such an increase of clients and customers. So that's one element of it. And the other thing is that you have people who uh, not, say they want to pivot out of, out of education who take their um, writing skills and their education skills right. and they move it into content writing. But if people want to stay in education, there's a huge need to teach English as a second language, not only in the school system, but also in the um, in the general system, uh, if you, there was an article in Globes just talking about the level of English language of uh, of the workplace in Israel, and there's a huge need for people to work with adults in terms of getting their English on a global level. Israel must be on a global level, you know. Of we're, course, we're not. It's not a tiny country anymore. Absolutely amazing. I mean, it's tiny and limited, yeah, I get, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But, yeah. but you're opening up my. Even I sometimes don't appreciate where Israel is in 2021. If we just look at the shift, at the shift and the development, it's really two things happening at once: development and growth, and then the shift of the way things are and how Israel is now the leader of world jury. Quite quite obviously, and I don't think anybody can deny that, and everybody has to know that when it comes to uh, employment companies and opportunities, it's the same as well. Uh, by the way, I would assume that uh, just like when Mark joined us, we went through some of the videos and tutorials and webinars that are available as recordings. I mean, now we don't, you don't, if people can join a live webinar and be part of any discussion, including on employment, on employment, but in addition to that, uh, there are so many videos at this point that you've posted on the website at NBN org.il that anybody who wants to pursue further and hear what you and others have to say further about employment, they're all there. Uh, the videos are up, and I'm, I'm sure you join me in inviting people to check them out. A hundred percent. I want to say that we've had a series over this past year called Tech Ops, 
focusing specifically on the opportunities in, in this forefront of where work is going. And on the 11th of July, we have one for breaking into the tech market if you have no experience. Right. On the 12th, we have one for lawyers um, to hear about the different opportunities that are coming up. So I just want to share with our audience that besides having the recorded versions, we also have a couple of upcoming ones that I encourage you to be a part of. Well, you know, it's an interesting thing. I want to quote another Ola of mine that he said, he said the funniest thing. He went to YU, and he said, so his mother said to him, so what are you going to do? So she expected that he would say something like an accountant, a lawyer, a finance guy. He says, I'm going into food tech. <laughs> and she's like, what's food tech? <laughs> what is that? And he said, look, you moved to Israel, and there's just this whole world of other things going on. He, he lived in a small village, and he, um, he got involved in growing uh, vegetables, uh, mushrooms, I don't know, different kinds of vegetables. And now he's working for a global company on soil and, like, what the best soil is for, um, for the vegetables that he was growing. And he's working on an international level. Water tech. Who says they're going to work in water tech? But that's a thing because, again, you're solving environmental issues. You're solving big, big issues, and Israel's doing that. Pretty amazing. It's amazing to be a part of it. Just incredible. And I want to point out, by the way, that when you go to nbn.org.il, folks, and you check out the employment tab, I mean, there's so much more. They have a whole section on Israeli professions, a section about degrees and licensing. You might be in an industry, obviously, where you're concerned about transferring or obtaining a new degree or and or licensing, how to manage your job search, all the legal rights and benefits, info for students, singles, soldiers, etc. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. It's not just for a 10, 15-minute conversation. It's for you to take on the task. Uh, if you believe that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel and that your future is in the state of Israel, to go to the website, study more, and get your application in. It's nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. And I can only imagine the reward that you're getting, Rachel Berger, for helping people all these years get jobs. We know in our tradition how uh, how people who help people get jobs are regarded, so we continue to bless you for continued success in that area. Thank you so, so much. It's delightful to be with you. Appreciate that very much, and hopefully looking forward to seeing you soon in the Holy Land. Rachel Berger, everybody, she is the person behind one of the most important uh, um, uh, departments at Nefesh Benefesh Employment and Recruitment. She serves as vice president. And take her advice. This is, this is this, as we know, it's one of the reasons why we're stepping up our Nefesh Benefesh conversations. We know just how many people in June, July, and August are considering Aliyah and considering life changing, her life changes, uh, now's a good time. nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il, or 8664-ALIYAH, 866-4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM, 